Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, what we need is a generation, come on, that will rise up to be the church, filled with the Holy Spirit and with power. Somebody say power. Come on. If we are going to have victory, come on, don't forget our banner of victory, amen. If we are going to have victory in 2020, then we must say, Holy Spirit, come. John chapter 14, 6 says this, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. Jesus doesn't say I am a way. He doesn't say I am a truth or a life. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Amen. If we are going to stand in victory, church, then we need some Holy Spirit Power. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, someone say, Holy Spirit, come. Come on, let's be Pentecostal, church. Come on, we are a Pentecostal church. Amen. What is Pentecost? Well, Pentecost was a celebration of the harvest. Now, Jesus was crucified, amen. Come on, during a time of Passover. So, come on, Pentecost uh, was a, a celebration of harvest, amen. Uh, for Israel, it was a great harvest of grain. It was that it was one of the major three events, amen, uh, of annual festivals for all of Israel. And so many people would have come out during this time, amen. It was held 50 days, listen, after Passover. Now, Jesus, like I said before, was crucified at Passover time. He rose on the third day, and he ascended back to the Father 40 days after his resurrection. Ten days after Jesus went back to heaven, the Holy Spirit came on the 50th day after Passover, the day of Pentecost. Amen? Harvest time. Today represents the 50th day, church. Today is Pentecost. Can somebody say amen? Amen. See, the church was born at Pentecost. Uh, the church that you and I belong to. Uh, we're part of that church, amen. Uh, we were part of that great revival, amen. Uh, we were part of that great movement of God uh, back then at Pentecost, amen. For the church, amen, uh, Pentecost is a great harvest of the Spirit. Listen, because of Pentecost, we shall reap a harvest. Come on, anyone out there need a harvest? Anybody looking for a harvest to come? Amen. Uh, come on, we're here to reap something. Amen. Uh, come on, uh, we got to understand we're here to reap a harvest, uh, a harvest of power, uh, a harvest to be a witness. Amen. Uh, an ability to be renewed and transformed uh, in our minds. Amen. Uh, and a life in His presence. Uh, can somebody say yes? Come on, somebody. That's what Pentecost did for us. Because of Pentecost, amen, his power, somebody say his power, is available to those who believe. Do we have any believers in the house? Do we have any believers out there on Facebook Live? Amen. Come on. If you don't know by now, we are Pentecostal. 
Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm Pentecostal. Come on, man. come on, we are Pentecostal, amen. Come on, uh, you got to understand today, meaning that you and I, we identify and we seek after the fullness, listen, of the Spirit. Just like they did in Pentecost in the book of Acts. Listen, uh, I believe that we need a harvest of the Spirit of God in our churches today. Come on, I believe that we need a, a harvest of the Spirit of God in our personal lives today, church. Uh, as witnesses, uh, as believers, as disciples, uh, we cannot afford to stop seeking to be filled with His power, church. Come on. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. People are not seeking God. Come on, if you turn on the TV, they're not seeking God. They're not seeking His Spirit, amen. People are seeking revenge. Come on, people need to seek His love. We as a church have to say, Holy Spirit, come. See, as a church, we cannot afford to come back and remain the same. Come on, we as a church need to repent. Come on, hopefully during this time of being sent home, church, that we repented from some ways, that we took some inventory within our lives, amen, and repented God, amen, and we needed to come, amen, by being transformed and by God renewing our minds. Can somebody say amen? amen. See, Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says this. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Don't do what the world is doing. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Church, as his children, as his sons and daughters, come on, uh, we cannot afford to ignore the immediate presence. Come on, if we are going to be victorious in 2020, then we as a church need that Pentecostal power once again. Come on, somebody. This is a fulfillment, church. John the Baptist talked about the Holy Spirit, that he would come and what? That he would baptize us with what? Fire. Come on, somebody. Fire, church. Come on, that he would come and baptize us with fire. In Luke chapter 3, 16, it says this. And Jesus answered all of them, I will baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I'm not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. fire. Come on, somebody say fire. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> come on. Come on, some of us, we need some fire. Come on. Uh, some of you guys, amen. Come on, you are so cold, amen. Uh, so brittle in your spirit. Uh, come on, you need some Holy Ghost fire, amen. Uh, to loosen you up, amen. Uh, come on, some of you guys need the, the oil of the Holy Spirit to loosen you up. Come on, uh, we need some fire. Come on, uh, we need some lights to be shining for Jesus. Uh, come on, we can't be dim uh, in a time of darkness, amen. We need to be the light of the world, amen. We need to be a light out there, amen. We need some Holy Ghost and fire. Can somebody say amen? Man, I miss my pulpit. It was okay at home, but this is better right here. It's a fulfillment, church. Uh, of the prophet Joel. 
When he talked about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, amen. In Joel, uh, Joel 2, verse 28 to 29, it says this. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. See, the tongue symbolizes speech and communication of the good news, the gospel. Something that is needed in the streets right now out there. Come on, they need the gospel. They need the good news out there. That's what they need to be preaching. That's what they need to be protesting. It's about Jesus. Come on, yeah. About hope. About love. About power. Come on, somebody. Yes. See, fire symbolizes God's purifying presence, which burns away the undesirable elements of our life and sets our hearts on flame. A flame to ignite others. Come on, somebody. Amen. See, we need that fire that would ignite others. Come on, if someone out there will, will go with some fire, it will start to ignite. Come on. Uh, when you start to get too close together, it will ignite. Amen. Uh, we don't need to burn down things. Amen. We need the Holy Ghost fire uh, to fall in the streets out there that will bring freedom, uh, that will bring liberty, and that will bring justice. See, on Mount Sinai, God validated his word of the Old Testament law. Come on, remember the Ten Commandments? Come on. That's right. Come on. He wrote those laws and stones with what? Fire. Fire. You ever seen the Ten Commandments with Charles Hesson? What's his name? Come on, didn't you see the fire coming? They will go. And thou shalt not have any gods before me. Come on, he wrote it with his finger, but it came with what? Fire. Fire. Hallelujah. At Pentecost, God validated the Holy Spirit's ministry by sending what? Fire. At Mount Sinai, fire came down in one place. Amen. At Pentecost, fire came down on many believers that day, symbolizing that the presence of God is available. That is what Pentecost has done for us, church. His power became available to all who believe. Do we have any believers in this house? Amen. Got any believers out there on Facebook? Amen. Come on. Come on. If you believe, then his power, church, is available to us. Someone say, give me some fire. Come on. Come on. Someone say, Holy Spirit. Come. See, we need Pentecostal fire, church, to be a witness and to stand in victory. Listen, we need the Holy Spirit, amen. The Holy Spirit empowers you and I to be a witness. Look what it says in Acts chapter 4. It says, on one occasion, while he, Jesus, was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait. Somebody say, but wait. Come on, someone say, but wait. But wait. Come on. He says, but wait, come on, for the gift for my Father, which he has promised, which you have heard me speak about. In Acts 1 8, it says, but this, but you shall receive power. Somebody say, power. The power in the Greek is dunamis, where we get the word dynamite. So he's talking about an explosive power here. 
power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. You'll be my witnesses in all Judea, Samaria. Come on. You'll be my witnesses in LA. Come on. You'll be my witnesses in Atlanta. You'll be my witness there in Minnesota. Come on. You'll be my witness everywhere. Amen. And all the ends of the earth. Come on, somebody. Come on. Jesus told his disciples before this event took place that I'm going back to the Father. I'm going to prepare a place for you. That where you are, what he said, then you'll be, right? Where I am at, you'll be. Come on. He says, I'm not going to leave you hanging. Amen. I'm going to send you what? A comforter. Amen. I'm going to send you a friend. Amen. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. Someone say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come. See, the Trinity is a description of this unique relationship of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Listen, if Jesus had stayed here on earth, his presence would have been limited, right? Because physically, Jesus can only be at one place at one time. After Jesus ascended back to heaven, uh, he would be spiritually present everywhere now. Come on, somebody. Through the Holy Spirit. Come on, the Holy Spirit was sent so that God would be with us and within us as believers. Come on, the Holy Spirit was sent to us to comfort us, especially in moments and times like we're going through right now. Amen. He's there to guide us to know the truth. Amen. The truth that will set us free. Come on, to remind us of the words of Jesus. Amen. To give us the right words to say to one another. Can somebody say amen? And to fill us with power and Holy Ghost power. Come on, church. The Holy Spirit came to give this that. If we are to be victorious, if we are to be a witness, then we need some Pentecostal fire. Come on. We need some Holy Ghost power in our lives, church. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to plug in. Somebody say plug in. You got to plug into the power, church. Amen. We need some juice. Amen. Come on. We need to be charged up. Amen. Come on. Some of you, some of you out there are running on 1%. Some of you guys are running on fumes. Come on. You're just making it. Amen. And you're not charging yourself up. Amen. You're not plugging in. Amen. That's why God sent us home. You know that? To recharge. Come on. But some of you guys, you, you, you only charge it up for 5% five, five and you unplug it to use it. You can't even wait to be fully charged. Come on, somebody. Come on, you just got to get enough juice just to get on for a moment. Then you plug in again and get just enough juice to get plugged in again. Come on, just let it plug in. Say, plug into the Holy Ghost and let Him charge you up. Come on, church. All the way to 100%. Because you can't fight the devil with 1% out there. Come on, you can't fight it with 5 or, or 10%. Get fully charged up and get 100% and fight the devil. Hallelujah. That was for you guys. Don't forget. I, for, I don't know who you guys are. I'm not forgetting you guys. Somebody say, get recharged. Get recharged. Come on, tell your neighbor, plug in. Plug in. You see, a lot of Christians, a lot of believers today don't realize, listen, the inner power, listen, of the Holy Spirit. The power that helps us handle things, church. 
Come on, listen. It, it helps us. The Holy Spirit helps us, amen, during pandemics. Uh, helps us during crisis. Helps us during injustice. Come on, have you ever tried to handle things, circumstance, battles on your own power? How's it going? How's that going for you? Come on, trying to handle things in your own strength. Come on. People are trying to handle a situation out there in their own power. We need Holy Ghost power, amen. We need a Pentecostal power to fall in our streets again that will bring order. Someone here needs to say, Holy Spirit, come. I don't know about you, but Holy Spirit, come. Come on, I want him to come. I, I want him inside my life, amen. I, I need his power. I need his guidance. I need his direction as a pastor, as a husband, as a father, amen, as a worker, amen, as a son and daughter of God, amen. We need his power. Can somebody say amen? We cannot handle situations with our own understanding. As I ministered on, on Wednesday, I said his thoughts are, are higher than ours. His ways are, are higher than ours, church. We cannot do it our way. we got to do it God's way if we want anything to happen right in our lives, church. The devil was having a field day out there. He's laughing up a storm. We need some fire, church. We need some Pentecostal fire. We need some direction. We need some clarity. What we need in our nation today. What we need during this crisis today, church. We need Jesus. Amen. And somebody say amen. amen. See, his power is available to help us through. To help us to complete the task of the harvest. In our text, God didn't tell them to go to work, right? He didn't say go to work, but he said what? Wait. Wait. Wait for the gift. Wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit. In other words, I'm not going to send you out there. Come on, uh, but I'm going to equip you, amen. Uh, I'm going to empower you, amen. Uh, I'm going to give you the ability to do what you need to do, uh, but you need my power. Because we can't do it in our own power, church. Come on, you're going to run out. You're going to get frustrated. Come on. You're trying to build something without instructions. Come on, somebody. Come on, wives, talk about your husbands right now. Hallelujah. Come on. We can't build things unless we get some instruction. Come on, we think we know it all. We don't, we don't need no guide. But let me tell you, you need instructions. You need the Holy Ghost. You need some power. You need some direction. You need some Jesus. Can somebody say amen? He says, I'm not going to send you out there. See, this task. Of the Pentecost, this fire that's spoken here in the book of Acts. He told him to wait. Uh, come on. I know that some of them were excited. We can do it. We can do it. And he said, no, no, wait. We got people in the church today. I, I want to do it. No, wait. Wait. Wait for the Holy Ghost. Wait for the Holy Spirit to fall upon us. He says, I want you to, I'm going to equip you. Now, when you leave that upper room, you're going to do some damage in the world. Come on, what they did. Come on, they waited, amen. Peter waited, amen. Got him filled with the power of God, amen. Stepped out and preached the gospel. 3,000 people saved right there. Boom, right there. That's some power, church. That's what's needed today, amen. I'm going to give you some power that you don't do things on your own. I'm going to give you some Pentecostal power, amen, through the Holy Spirit that will equip you and I to stand in victory. Amen. 
Let me tell you, if we're going to stand in victory, the Holy Spirit has to be, play a big part of that, church. Come on, if we're going to remain in the house of God, we need some Holy Ghost power, amen. If we're going to remain faithful to God, we need some Holy Spirit power. Can somebody say amen? Church, spiritual accomplishments, listen, will never be done without His Spirit. This is a way, amen. Come on, that's why they were asked to wait in Jerusalem, amen. That's why they were asked to wait in that upper room, amen, until the power on from high was descended upon them. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, when the Holy Spirit comes upon me, amen, not only will he empower us, listen, but he will unite us together. And unite us with him. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Just like that song we sing. Holy Spirit come. Teach us how to be one with you. I give my heart to you. You're my king. See, this is what we need. With the Holy Spirit, we become one, church. The message of Acts chapter 1 verse 8 is very simple, church. That apart, listen. Apart from the Holy Spirit, no one can preach the gospel. No one can be the voice the way God wants us to be. We need the Holy Spirit. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Church, the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, we can make a difference. We can, we can become the Pentecostal church. We cannot become that Pentecostal church without his power, church. Come on, that's what's needed in the church for the church to arise, amen, and to be filled with the Holy Spirit, amen, to be a witness and to be a voice. Holy Spirit, come. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, it says this, and my message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever or persuasive speeches, I relied only on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so that you would not trust in human wisdom, but in the power of God. See, Paul is speaking here and says, you know what, I'm not going to try to impress you. I'm not going to use fancy words, amen. I'm not going to try to persuade you. I'm not going to try to talk you into it, but I'm going to plug into the power of the Holy Spirit and allow him to work through me. See, Paul's confidence was not in his intellect, but in the knowledge that the Holy Spirit was helping him and guiding him. Though Paul knew the word, he studied, he was well versed in the word of God, amen. He still relied, church, on the, uh, 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 on the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, church, without the power of the Holy Spirit, the message of the gospel rests in man's wisdom. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, that in the last days, how many know that we're there? The Bible says that the church will have a form of godliness. It will look like the church. It will feel like the church. It will even smell like the church. Hallelujah. But denying its power, meaning no Holy Spirit power. And it goes on to say, have nothing to do with such people. And what is saying here that the church in the last days, amen, will entertain rather than proclaim. They will entertain rather than empowering the people. 
Listen, if there is no Holy Ghost power, there is no change, church. Let me tell you, that's not going to happen here. We are Pentecostal to the end. Can somebody say amen? Come on, we will preach the truth, amen, with empowerment that comes from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We welcome the Holy Spirit in every service as we gather because without Him, church, we're just a show. We need to be like the New Testament church that saw the baptism of the Holy Spirit as it is. Something that was normal in our services. A, a normal experience for empowering believers, amen. An empowerment to preach the gospel. An empowerment to be a voice, amen. An empowerment to be standing in victory. That same empowerment, the Pentecostal power, came over Peter, like I said. Preached with the Holy Ghost power. And 3,000 souls get saved. I believe that that's going to happen today. I believe that there is salvation over the air and there's going to be salvation in the churches, amen, that are open, amen, because the Holy Ghost is going to fall once again, amen, and people will get saved with the power of the Holy Spirit. Can somebody say amen? amen. Church, we have to understand that without Him, without the Holy Spirit, in anything that we do, we won't make a difference in this world. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit right now. We need Him in our nation. We need Him in our world. Come on. Come on. We're going. We're trying to handle things in our own strength. We're trying to handle matters in our own strength. And is anyone praying to the Holy Spirit? Come. Come on. Come back, Holy Spirit. We need God's mercy. Can somebody say amen? amen. We need his mercy. We need his grace. We need his love. We need faith. We need some hope. Amen. In our love in this world today. But we need the Holy Spirit to empower us. Amen. Because come on. If we're not, we're not spirit filled. Our minds can change like this. Holy Spirit. Come. I think we were. Sent home, amen, to get some things right within our lives. But some churches have kicked the Holy Spirit out. We need to invite him back in. We need his empowerment church. Come on, if we're hitting the altars and we're coming and we're going just through a routine of things. And there's no change because there's no Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Spirit power empowers you to break the chains. Come on, once the Holy Spirit gets inside of you, church, change comes. It happens, church. He'll deliver an alcoholic. He'll, he'll deliver a drug addict. I mean, he'll deliver your mindset. Come on, to be renewed and transformed in our mind. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And when the Holy Spirit's inside of us, then we know, let me tell you, what, the, what, what His will is for us. Come on, we don't have to question, what is the will of God? No, the Holy Spirit will teach you. The Holy Spirit will show you what you ought to do. Holy Spirit, come. Come on, fill us, Father. Come on, talk to yourself right now. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Holy Spirit, come. Sorry for doing things in my own strength. Sorry for thinking of with my own intellect, with my own knowledge of your word. Father, I need you. Holy Spirit, come. Fill me. Direct me. Guide me. Teach me. Give me the words to say, Holy Spirit. Come. Come. 
Hallelujah. And I'm going to close today. But we need to be the Pentecostal church, once again, church, in order to be the voice. In order to be what's on my shirt right here, we need some Holy Ghost power. I cannot speak in my own intellect or my own understanding. I need the Spirit of God to help me. You know, when I was sent home, the Holy Spirit became my best friend once again. And he's been holding my hand and we've been walking through this and he's still with me right here, right now. Right behind me, holding me up and says, son, preach it. Amen. Keep on preaching. I'm going to empower you. Things that you see, I'm going to help you. He's there to give us clarity, church. He's there to help us through. Can somebody say amen? amen. We need to be filled with the Spirit. We need to be Spirit-filled and Spirit-led. Come on, somebody. We must invite the Holy Spirit to be part of our lives. Every time we wake up, Holy Spirit, come. Feel me. Come with me as I go to work. Come with me as I go to the market. Come with me wherever I go right now. Holy Spirit, come because you never know when God's going to give you an opportunity to minister to somebody that's in need. Amen. And he needs people that are filled with the power of God. Amen. That will speak the gospel and speak to the hurting. Amen. That are out there confused and without hope. Amen. Without any sense of direction. Amen. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. That we can give them some hope. Church. And when the Holy Spirit's in there, He gives you the words to speak. It's amazing when you're spirit-filled, the words that come out of your mouth. Like, whoa, where did that come from? You ever said that? Man, where that was that was great. I gotta write that one down. Hallelujah. Because I, I didn't think of that. Amen. The Holy Spirit just drops bombs on us. It's just amazing what He what He does, Amen, when you let Him in. Come on, somebody say Amen. Let me close with this as a worship team comes up, amen. Just maybe a guitar, maybe a voice. Let me share this with you when I close, church. The human body, this, this human body is so remarkable. It's a remarkable machine. And it can maintain a constant, listen, you gotta, you gotta listen to this, a constant Temperature of 98.6 degrees within us. It can be, it can be uh, 115 degrees out there or 15 degrees outside in it, but our body maintains a 98.6 degrees within us. There's an inner mechanism that makes a difference. For the Christian, listen, for the believer, the Holy Spirit, listen is that inner mechanism that helps us to make be a difference or make a difference in this world. Church, if we have the Holy Spirit in us, we will maintain who we need to be. Hello? Come on, if you are going up and down in emotions, you're going up and down when you're not handling, you're getting angry at one moment and you're, you're happy the next moment, there has to be a constant flow of the Holy Spirit in your life. Because that's what maintains you. You don't blow it. You don't get hot-headed. Not that we're not going to have bad days. Don't get me wrong. But with the Holy Spirit, it maintains that 96.6 degrees in our spirit. With that church, we make a difference. We make a difference in this world. We need to be a church filled 
with the Holy Spirit. Be led by the Spirit of God. Just like what happened on the day of Pentecost. Let me tell you, when those 120 were in that upper room, when they were told to wait, don't leave, remain home. I'm going to send you the promise. I'm going to send you the gifts. And when that wind blew that day, now what a, I can just imagine what took place in that upper room. When that wind blew violently, the windows flew open, amen, and it just flew in with the power. The winds from the north, south, east, and west blew in that room. It's tongues of fire separated and fell on each one of them. I mean, what a sight that must have been. But let me tell you, there was no doubt no more. There was no guessing no more. They knew what it was. It was the promise. The promise that changed our world and birthed our church today. The church that you and I belong to right now, right here. It's birthed from there. That's the mama church. And the spread of this fire went all around the world. That's what's needed in this world today because the fire stopped. On this day of Pentecost, it's time to reunite. Reunite a fire for God once again. Almost. Almost.